Hello and welcome to the Howling Monkeys of Comics. Today is Sunday, December 9, 2018. Let's take a look and see what's having fun together, shall we? Well, it is an exciting time of year. Uh, it's cold outside. Uh, it's getting close to Christmas. Um, M, my co-host here, is pretty excited about that, aren't you, M? Yeah. What, what do you like the best about the uh, holiday season? Uh, being with family. That's good. Being with family, that's the important thing. And do you like uh, like singing songs? Yeah. Uh, in fact, we didn't didn't you help write a song this year about Rudolph? Oh yeah. You, you want to sing it for everybody? What do you think? Uh, I want to do it with you. Okay, well, ready? Let's go. Rudolph the purple-footed reindeer had a very shiny foot, and if you ever saw it, you would even say Ah! All of the other reindeer. Used to, to laugh, laugh and call him Mitchell. <laughs> they I wouldn't let poor Rudolph play in any reindeer apples. Then one silly Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Rudolph, with your foot so bright, won't you guide my train tonight? Then all the reindeers ruined him. As they shouted out, Fuzzy, Rudolph the Red-Footed Reindeer, you'll go down and hit the library. You'll go down in the library. Yay! Very good. We we did kind of a Mad Libs thing the other day, and she thought that was really, really good. And I agree. It was very funny. So, uh, thank you. Thank you, Em. Give yourself a round of applause. No. Ah, fair enough. All right, let's move on down to the comics, which will deserve no round of applause either. Our first comic of the day is... The Born Loser by Art and Chip Sansom. In this episode, the Born Loser comes into his boss's office. And his boss is sitting at a desk. And beside his desk are six bags of money. It's like the, the cartoon bags with the dollar signs on them. I don't know what kind of business this guy operates, but he's sitting there with bags of money lying around. I assume he launders money for, for the uh, cartels. I've been watching Ozark. Anyway, anyway, uh, he was, and he goes, Thornapple, you're late. I was expecting you an hour ago. And then the born loser goes, well, I, you know, I always run late when there's snow. And the boss goes, there's no snow today. And he goes, I know, but the forecast called for it. Okay, the joke here is that, that snow makes him late, but there's no snow. But he thought there might be some, so he figured he might as well be, be, be late. Does that make sense? Yes. It does? Yes. How? Well, it does. It's not funny. Okay. That's good enough. All right. Our next comic of the day is... Uh, it's Arlo and Janice. And... Okay. All right. In this episode, Janice looks at her mantle. And there's a candle with holly around it. And she looks upset. So she adds another leaf to it. And then she steps back. And then in the final panel, Arlo's just staring at it, at the mantle, which is now covered with a lot of greenery. And Janice is going, I had it, I had it. Um, and, the, and then that's it. So the, I think the joke, I think the joke is that, um, I don't know. Do you have any ideas what this one's about? That that she put all the leaves on it 
Yeah, and is that why is that funny? It's not. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, the joke is she put on a lot of leaves, and uh, it's I guess more leaves than one would think is reasonable. So it's uh, yeah. So there's that. All right. Our next comic of the day is BC by Maestro Yaini and Hart. In this episode, one of the cavemen uh, has a light, like an electric light bulb, on a stick. And, and he's talking to two of the other cave people and says, okay, here's my greatest invention so far. And he clicks it on and the light turns on. And then a bunch of bugs fly around the light. And they're just flying there. And he says, I call this the bug collector. The joke here is that uh, bugs, like moths and whatnot, are attracted to lights. But so, but the, uh, and the joke is that, uh, the caveman invented electric lighting and whole infrastructure to support a light bulb. And he didn't realize, I guess, that what he's done is invented illumination. He's just realized he found a way to collect bugs. And that's the joke is that uh, he oversaw the true value of his invention because he found a trivial use for it. And that's an allegory. That's an allegory for life there, I think. All right, our next comic of the day is Marmaduke. It's called Marmaduke, a perfect fit. And so the, the family gets into a car, and they go to buy a new car. They go, hey, it's time for a new car. And so they uh, they, they go to the car lot, and they they look at a, a bunch of cars, and they say, well, nope, that, that one's not going to work. Uh, that one, I like that one, but nope, what do you think? That one will work. Blah, blah, blah. And this goes on for like five panels. And finally, they, they get into a, a, a car that's like a squat car, but it's real tall. And uh, everybody's sitting in the car, including Marmaduke. And uh, one of the kids goes, hey, why would we get this one? And it's a visual joke because it's a tall car and Marmaduke's sitting in it. And the joke is that Marmaduke is so comically large that he has to have a car that's really tall. Because otherwise he could not sit in that car because uh, he's a great big dog. Is that you think that's it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't know. Well, you, you had to think about that, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, all right. <laughs> well, the joke is that Marmaduke's very, very big. Our next comic today is the Argyle sweater, which is not the far side. In this episode, there is a okay. A banana is in a is in a convenience store. In fact, it's it's it legitimately says Seven Eleven for some reason. They specifically chose to call it 7-Eleven. And he's attempting to buy beer. And we can tell it's beer because it's cans with three X's on them, indicating hooch. And the banana... Okay. The the banana is a green banana with glasses. Okay. And working at the behind the counter is an apple. And so the, the apple, who is the clerk, is looking at this ID that says Bob Nana. Get that Bob Nana? Banana? Get that? Yeah. Yeah. And it says Bob Nana, age 21, but the banana, and, and then the apple says, yeah, that, yeah, right, kid. And the banana is green. See, it's a green banana with a fake, it's, a, he's like, okay, a green banana is a banana that's not yet ripe, meaning it's not a, it's not of age. So he's got a fake ID there and, and the apple can tell he's got a fake ID because he's a green but he's a green banana, 
Got, can you understand? He's, also, the green banana is wearing glasses and the other one isn't. Well, okay, that that's a good point. You have you've also seen why it's not a very good fake ID. That I'm I'm glad you're able to figure that out at this age. Uh, that's right. the The picture of the banana is clearly in the ID is a yellow banana with no glasses, and the and the 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 kid is a green banana with glasses. So it's the apple has been able to to come to the figure this out very easily. So good job there. It's a uh, green banana is underaged. Our next comic of the day is The Arctic Circle by Alex Halat. In this episode, there's a couple of penguins walking around that goes, hey, there's a lot of wildlife that's uh, adapting well to an urban environment. And then the other one goes, yeah, maybe too well. And he sees a, uh, a, uh, a panda, a, <laughs> a raccoon uh, going through the garbage. And um, the raccoon comes over with a, a, a card or something. And, then, and the penguin says, hey, I'm not going to stamp your loyalty card. The joke here is that, like, at stores, you can get a card where they, you know, you get a, your card punched every uh, time you buy a sandwich or something. And uh, if you get 10 of them, you get a free one. And the the raccoon's hoping that for every garbage can he dumps over, he can get enough. I don't know what he thinks he's going to get, even. is I mean, the joke is that it's a loyalty card for, for knocking over garbage cans. But the reality, the, the joke lacks truth for this reason. Because the it's not like the... The raccoon's paying to go through the garbage anyway. It's for free anyway, so I don't know what he thinks he's gonna get. So anyway, that's the jo- that's the joke. There is that it's a it's a raccoon with a loyalty card. <sighs> yeah. All right. Our next comic today is is Barney Google and Stuffy Smith, and oh, this is exciting. This okay. Here's why it's exciting. Okay. Barney Google is in the strip and he's like painting a picture and, uh, and Louise and Snuffy are talking to him. And he says, uh, uh, and, and Louise says, Hey, do you prefer painting with oil or with watercolors, Barney? And Snuffy chimes in and goes, that's a silly question. Ma, he likes painting with a brush. <laughs> Cause get it. Like you paint with a brush, right? Y- yeah. yeah, yeah. What? Well, go ahead. Well, you can paint with your fingers. Well, you could. That's true. But he's painting with a brush. That's a good point. So, and Barney didn't say anything, by the way. So that's the pre-joke. And then the in the post-joke, uh, the, the the main joke, whatever. Um, Snuffy and Luke, Lukey, whatever, see Barney painting still, and uh, Luke goes, oh, and he's still painting, just painting. And he, Luke says, hey, Barney Google's an artist now, huh? And so Snuffy spins like two panels, walking up. And looking at uh, what Barney's painting. And then he comes back and goes, Nope, not yet. And Luke just waves his hands a laughing. And the joke here is that Snuffy Smith has decide, has declared that Barney Google's art is subpar. Uh, that's a joke there. We get a Barney Google site and Barney Google isn't even allowed to talk. And I, that makes me sad. So you, you get it? See, they say... Is he an artist and is he painting, right? And uh, so, no, he says he's an artist. And then when he goes and looks at the painting, he goes, Not yet, he isn't. Get it? Yeah. What's he saying? He's saying that he's not a good one. That's right. There you go. That seems kind of mean to me. Yeah, me too. Yeah, well, shame on Snuffy Smith for being a mean hillbilly. All right, our next comic of the day is Mort Walker's Beetle Bailey. In this episode, uh, 
they're in a plane, you know, like an army plane. Um, and, uh, Beetle, they're all jumping out the plane on parachutes, but Beetle's asleep. So, uh, Sarge says, all right, well, just shove him out the door. So they, they shove him out the door while he's asleep. And they, we hear, and don't worry, the parachute will open by itself. And the parachute opens and the whole way down. What's Beetle doing there the whole way down? What does that mean? What does it, what does it mean when he has got a lot of Z's? He's sleeping. Right. And he's like, that's snoring, right? Yeah. That's snoring. So he, the, the parachute opens and then he, he lands and uh, Sarge and some guy go, well, and he's still asleep. Beetle's still asleep, even on the ground. And uh, the guy goes, hey, you, you think he'd wake up if he didn't have a shoot? And Sarge says, ah, we should give it a try. <laughs> and the joke here is that Sergeant Snorkel would murder Beetle Bailey given half a chance. All right, our next comic of the day is Hagar the Horrible. Uh, this is this episode features Hagar and Lucky Eddie, who is the Viking with a funnel for a hat. And um, uh, Hagar goes, um, they're talking, and they just are talking about, you know, hey, family's a great thing. And Eddie goes, I hear you. And Hagar says, you know, my father taught me everything I know. And uh, Eddie says, my lessons came from my uncle Horace. He was very helpful. And he goes, oh, what did you learn from him? And Eddie says, never be anything like Uncle Horace. Whoa. Joke here is that he's got an uncle who's terrible. And he he knows he should not be anything like him. Right? Yeah. Is that, is that a good thing? Mm-hmm. You don't know. Okay. M, M, is, uh, M is not into this today, are you? No. Why, why are you doing this? I don't know. All right, that's <laughs> this. This is this tape will be used in therapy later. All right, our next comic of the day is Slylock Fox. All right, it's Slylock Fox. Uh, you know, Slylock Fox has a lot of stuff going on with it. Um, in the, you know, there's always a mystery. There's always like little activities and stuff like that. So, but in this one, all right, in this one, we're gonna just go straight to the mystery. The picture shows. Slylock Fox, who is a fox that is dressed like Sherlock Holmes, his friend, uh, the the mouse, Max Mouse, who is a mouse who's wearing a hat and pants, but no shirt. He also has a scarf. On the ground is a suit or uh, some clothes that are wet, but there's no one in them, and they have a name that says Harry. Uh, and hiding in the background, what is that? What? What? Uh, there's a tree that's got a what? Is, what is that? An owl. It's got an owl, and behind the tree is there's a giant. What is? What is that thing? I think that's the Harry Ape. I think that's Harry the Ape, yep. And and he's got a hat. And he's what he's got a bag. What's in that bag, can you tell? Well money. How do you know? Because it, it does the money the building. It's well it's got that money sign yeah. on it. It's a bag with a money sign. So let me set this up again. There's a tree with an owl in it and a giant ape wearing a fedora holding a bag with a dollar sign. All right. Uh, and pants on. Well, he does have pants. I think he has underwear on <clears throat> because his pants and shirt are lying by the river here. And so it says, okay, here's the, here's the mystery. Harry ape robbed a bank yesterday and has been hiding in the cold forest. Max mouse found his clothes near a hole in the pond. Why does Slylock Fox think that Harry is hiding nearby? And the answer is not that he can see him plainly. <laughs> In the, behind the tree that's two feet away. Everyone can see him. He's just standing there. You can see him. Everyone can see him. I mean, there's even a deer looking at him. and the, But anyway, 
The answer is not that you can see that you can plainly see him. The answer is, I'll give you a moment. All right. Is that enough? Okay. Slylock thinks that Harry fell through the ice and after climbing out of the water, took off his wet clothes due to the fact that it was cold. Therefore, the, <laughs> the ape is nearby because the wet clothes are still unfrozen. And so the thing, what he thinks, here's how he solved the crime, okay, is that, that there's wet clothes by the river that have not turned into solid ice. So therefore, there's an ape hiding nearby. And indeed he is, like two feet away, plainly visible. How does that owl not even see him? What, yeah, I know, and, and it, you know, the owl can see him, and probably, the owl's probably going, hey, who is that? Who? Who is that? Get it? Yes. Because that's what an owl does, right? Who? Yeah. Who? Hey, knock, knock. Who's there? Who? Who, who? Hey, who let the owl in? <laughs> All right. But my favorite thing about Slylock Fox is they always have a how to draw thing. Like how to draw something. This one, this week is how to draw a goldfish. I think this actually comes in handy. actually got enough. All right. More so. All right. No, it doesn't. Because look, how to draw a goldfish. First, draw a bowl and half a goldfish. Secondly, add fake water and finish the fish. Third, color it. You got a fish. It doesn't even put the pupil into the last. What? It doesn't put the pupil into the last. Yeah, there's not a, the fish pupil isn't there until the oh, very also end. Also, it makes a table, so that's weird. It, yeah, yeah. So, all right. So that's so that's. That's Slylock. That's Slylock Fox. Ooh, our next comic of the day is Mutts. And uh, this episode, uh, the cat is talking to the dog and it's starting to snow, right? And you can see the snow come down in giant flakes. And uh, the cat goes, hey, I'm predicting five inches. And then it cuts, goes a couple panels of blankets. And the cat's just lying in bed, cuddled under a blanket. The joke here is that you thought he was saying, I'm predicting five inches of snow, but really he was just predicting he'd be hiding under five inches. Five inches of what? Blankets. Because he wants to be cozy, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, no one needs that much. That's a lot of blanket. I think that would make him hot. Plus, he has fur. Yeah. So, I don't know what's going to happen there with that cat. And then he left the dog outside, too. I mean, the, the, that dog is just going to be cold. That's really sad. All right, our next comic of the day. It's the family circus. Yay. We should skip this, right? No, no, no. I love the family circus. Oh, my goodness. You do not love the family circus. I, I do. Ugh. All right. All right. This is one of those horrible family circuses, which I know is redundant, where the, the kids are all talking and just saying dumb stuff to the parents and we we see some of the dumb stuff they say and this one they're, they're filling out christmas cards and uh here's some of the things they say it's like hey when we're finished daddy will you help me write my christmas list <laughs> that's funny because the kid wants to write a list for when we run out of cards i'll start making our own because i know how to draw a christmas reef r-e-e-f because it's really what a christmas what wreath but they said they mispronounce it and say reef. <laughs> Don't laugh at that. That is not funny. Yes, it is. Uh, mommy's writing is better than daddy, but daddy's faster. 
When you put and family, does that include Barfy and Sam and Kitty Cat? Oh, I am not. Uh, <laughs> I'm counting the cards where you, we've done 11 teen so far. And that's funny because that's not even a real number. And and why does Daddy keep saying, well, did we get one from them last year? Because Daddy doesn't want to bother sending cards to people that don't send him one. Because Daddy is a zero-sum game kind of guy. And then one of the kids says, I licked the envelopes for you. Well, I don't know. That's funny. And are we sending one to the paper delivery lady? She gave us one, huh? Because they give... Uh, and PJ's got the stamps, and that, that's because the baby is sitting in the corner playing with stamps, which is just going to put them all to waste. And uh, 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 and if you ruin any, Daddy, that's okay. I'll just hand them out to the kids and myself. And, uh, and that's... Uh, not one single one of those <laughs> is arguably funny, and you know it. It's just things... Kids might say while sitting around doing Christmas cards. I've already done the Christmas cards and I did not say any. You didn't say any of those things. That's right, because you're not a horrible child that's stuck (laughs) in the hellscape that is the family circus. Because, man, this... I'm sorry. I'm getting carried away, aren't I? Yes. (laughs) Finally today, Andy Cap is drunk. This program is brought to you by Law Dog Productions, LLC. We're on the web at howlingmonkeyradio.com, where you can find our other shows and content. You can also learn about ways to support our efforts there. You can reach us through our email address, info at howlingmonkeyradio.com. Howling Monkey Radio.